0: You are tuned to KVMR, FM Nevada City, KCPC Camino. It's time for the KVMR Evening News for Friday, September 18th, 2020. For their support, we'd like to thank Nevada Cemetery District. Since 1942, a public agency offering environmentally sensitive green burial services which reduce carbon emissions, conserves natural resources, and preserves habitat. Maintaining 27 public Nevada County cemeteries. District.com Well, coming up after a look at our local headlines and weather, we'll bring you NPR's national news headlines. Then we're going to play a message released on Wednesday by Dr. Richard Johnson, Nevada County's interim health officer, about the latest COVID-19 numbers and how they will affect our local businesses. After that, we'll speak with Joey Jordan, from the Rudiger Foundation, about their Paw and Order Dinner, which is an annual benefit for our local canine officers. We'll close out our newscast with the Grass Valley Downtown Association Report with Marty Marshall. Coming up at 6.30 this evening, it's the California Report, and at 7 o'clock we bring you Democracy Now! with Amy Goodman. I'm Felton Pruitt. Now here are today's news headlines. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg died today. We'll have more on that from NPR News right after our local news in about five minutes. The latest numbers regarding COVID-19 in Nevada County are that there are 33 active cases with two active hospitalizations and six deaths. The San Bernardino National Forest Service reports that a firefighter was killed yesterday in the El Dorado fire. The Forest Service said the cause of death is under investigation. You'll be able to drop off your old tires for free next Monday and Tuesday, September 21st and 22nd, at the McCourtney Transfer Station at 14741 Wolf Mountain Road in Grass Valley off McCourtney, as part of the Bureau of Land Management's Tire Amnesty Week. Other dates and locations include September 23rd at the Waste Management Location in North San Juan at the transfer station there at 10125 Flume Street, North San Juan. On September 24th, you can go to the Penn Valley Community Rodeo Grounds behind the fire station at 10513 Spenceville Road in Penn Valley, and on September 25th, you can go to the Waste Management Washington Transfer Station at 15886 Gaston Road in the City of Washington. Tires are not accepted from businesses and no tractor or commercial tires or tires with rims are allowed. Please transport tires for disposal in trailers. Pickup beds are in the vehicle's trunk as personnel will not unload tires from the interior of a person's car. Individuals who wish to dispose of more than nine tires must request an exemption letter from the Nevada County Department of Environmental Health by calling 530-265-1469. The City of Sacramento is working to help musicians who are struggling amid the novel coronavirus outbreak. The Creative Economy Cares grant helps musicians perform and get paid. Almost $4 million in grants are available right now. Hawaii Governor David Idge said that starting on October 15th, travelers arriving out of state may bypass a 14 day quarantine requirement if they test negative for COVID 19. Travelers will have to take the test. Within 72 hours of arrival to Hawaii. Initially, the drugstore operator CVS and healthcare provider Kaiser Permanente will conduct the tests as part of an agreement with the state. The state will announce new testing partners in coming weeks. And finally, a little more good news about John Prine. Last June, Picture Show, a tribute celebrating John Prine, assembled an eclectic roster of artists and friends to remember the late songwriter in music and words in honor of what would have been John Prime's 74th birthday. The special will be repeated with added footage on October 10th. Picture Show airs at 7 p.m. Central Time on Prime's YouTube channel and will be available to stream through midnight October 11th. So that'll be 5 p.m. our time. The weather forecast for Grass Valley and Nevada City is calling for clear skies this evening with lows in the mid-50s, On Saturday, sunshine with highs in the mid-70s. Saturday night, partly cloudy with lows in the low 60s. And on Sunday, in the Grass Valley, Nevada City area, it should be sunny with highs in the low 80s. In Sacramento, tonight mostly clear with lows in the mid-50s. On Saturday, mostly sunny with highs in the mid-80s. Saturday night, a few clouds with lows in the mid-50s. And on Sunday in the Sacramento region, mainly sunny with highs near 90. Some smoke could return to the area. In Truckee. Tonight areas of smoke and haze possible with lows around freezing. On Saturday areas of smoke and haze possible with highs in the low 70s. Saturday night mostly clear with lows around freezing. And on Sunday in the Truckee area, mainly sunny with highs in the mid 70s. In Angels Camp tonight, clear skies with lows in the mid 50s. On Saturday sunny with highs near 80. Saturday night clear with lows in the mid 50s. And on Sunday in the Angels Camp area, sunny skies with highs in the mid 80s. That's the KVMR. Evening news headlines, I'm Felton Pruitt.
1: Live from NPR News, I'm Jack Spear. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg has died losing her fight with metastatic pancreatic cancer. The 87-year-old justice dying at her home in Washington, D.C., surrounded by her family, according to a statement released a short time ago. Ginsburg charted a course for women's rights in the courts, and Chief Justice John Roberts is calling her a jurist of historic stature. More from NPR's Nina Totenberg.
2: Just days before her death, Ginsburg dictated this statement to her granddaughter, Clara. My most fervent wish is that I will not be replaced until a new precedent is installed. She knew what was to come. Ginsburg's death will have profound consequences for the court and the country. Inside the court, Chief Justice John Roberts, who's occasionally split from fellow conservatives, will no longer have the controlling vote. Senator Mitch McConnell, the Republican leader of the GOP-controlled Senate, has said he intends to fill the vacancy with a conservative from Trump's list and that he will do it regardless of who wins the election. If he succeeds, the court will have an ironclad 6-3 conservative majority, likely for decades. Nina Totenberg, NPR News, Washington.
1: President Donald Trump continues to push the idea of a coronavirus vaccine being ready in record time, though he did back off a bit today. While the president during a news briefing said he expects vaccine manufacturing to begin by the end of this year, he said it may not be until the spring of next year that most Americans can get it.
3: We'll have manufactured at least 100 million vaccine doses before the end of the year and likely much more than that. Hundreds of millions of doses will be available every month, and we expect to have enough vaccines for every American by April.
1: Trump has clashed with his own health policy experts over how quickly a coronavirus vaccine can be developed and deployed. A firefighter has died battling a wildfire in Southern California. As NPR's Eric Westervelt reports, the blaze was started by a gender reveal party gone wrong. The El Dorado fire broke out September 5th in the foothills of the San Bernardino Mountains east of L.A. when a family set off a smoke-emitting pyrotechnic that was part of a gender reveal party in a park. The U.S. Forest Service gave few details about the firefighter killed Thursday. The name of the deceased is being withheld until family is notified. The family responsible for sparking the fire could face criminal and or financial charges. The San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department could not say whether the family would be charged in the death. Wildfire. Fires have now burned more than 3 million acres in California this year, a record, and are blamed for at least 25 deaths. Eric Westervelt, NPR News. Another turbulent week on Wall Street has come to a close with all the major U.S. stock market indices down. The Dow dropped 244 points today to 27,657. The Nasdaq was down 116 points. The S&P closed down 37 points today. This is NPR. Historic peace talks to end 40 years of war between the Afghan government and the Taliban have paused for a holy day for Muslims. As NPR's Dia Hadid reports, negotiations are set to resume tomorrow.
2: The talks began last Saturday in the Gulf state of Qatar with an ambitious goal, to end four decades of continuous war in Afghanistan by hammering out an agreement that would pave the way for the government to share power with the Taliban. But negotiators first have to figure out the contours of the talks, where they'll meet, how often, and what the agenda will be. Officials from both sides say after the Friday pause, they'll go back to trying to figure out those key details. The talks were meant to take place in March, just days after the US signed a deal with the Taliban that will see most foreign forces withdraw by next April. But they were delayed over months of wrangling over a prisoner exchange. But now some observers say they're cautiously optimistic about how the first round is going. Dear Hadid, NPR News, Islamabad. State
1: and federal authorities say they're looking into what they say is a mysterious loss of a significant amount of a rare desert wildflower that's being considered for federal protection near a continuous Nevada mine site. The Australian mining company and state biologists looking at the incident in some 200 miles southeast of Reno they believe damaged to thousands of plants that the only place on Earth they're known to exist may have been done by small mammals, though environmentalists are suspicious. Repeating this hour's top story, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg has died at the age of 87. She was on the court since 1993. She lost her battle with pancreatic cancer. She was surrounded by her family.
0: I'm Jack Spear, NPR News. On Wednesday, Dr. Richard Johnson, the interim health officer for Nevada County, released this statement regarding our current status as far as COVID-19 infections in our county are, and where our businesses stand as we move from tier to tier.
3: This is Rick Johnson. I'm the Interim Health Officer for Nevada County. Thanks for being with us today. So I just want to update you on the latest status uh, for Nevada County regarding the COVID-19 pandemic that we are currently going through. Just today, the state released their latest update in their blueprint. Uh, Hopefully, in the next week or so, if things continue to improve, we will be able to move into Tier 3, which uh, moves us from the red to the orange tier. What that would mean uh, is different for various sectors, specifically picking on one for restaurants. It would mean moving from 25% occupancy Uh, of capacity indoors to 50%, and that's really important during this also difficult time of smoke uh, and in anticipation of snow someday uh, when it will be impossible to eat outdoors. So we need to uh, just keep in mind that even though we are doing well, we are in this for the long haul. This requires, as the saying goes, a village, not just Grass Valley, not just Nevada City, not just Truckee, but all of the little towns throughout Nevada County, including places like Washington and Graniteville and Lake of the Pines and other places uh, that I won't name, but it requires all of us partnering together to make this happen. Why are things going well? Is it because of work that's public health is doing behind the scenes? Sure. That's important, but it's even more important. What we are really measuring is what you are doing as a community. So it's really important to give kudos to each of you as community members, to households, to workplaces, to organizations in the community as we work together to continue to bring about less restrictions and more opening in Nevada County. The thanks for that go to you as individuals, as households, as households and as community members, so thank you. You have to be in a tier for three weeks And you have to have met the criteria for at least two weeks to move into a less restrictive tier. We have been moving in that direction, and we hopefully will be able to continue to move in that direction. But again, that's all up to us as we look forward to moving ahead, moving forward with less restrictions, opening up our economy, opening up our society so that we can enjoy some of the things that we used to enjoy but doing so in a safe manner, still practicing social distancing, still using masks, still minimizing the size of the gatherings. Because remember, it's the number of households that you're with that increases the risk. The more households, the more the risk. So please keep that in mind. It's up to all of us to help us to get from tier two to tier three. Once you are in a new tier, you need to remain there for at least three weeks. If during the last two weeks of that three weeks, you meet the criteria for moving to a less restrictive tier, then you are able to move. And the state makes those announcements every Tuesday at approximately noon. And if you want to find out where we in Nevada County are or where all of the other counties are, you just go to covid 19ca Uh, And that will guide you through the process, not only of finding out what, what tier we are in, but also what that means for each sector, because you can look at it by sector and it will tell you specifically what it means, for instance, for restaurants, what it means for personal services, what it means for movie theaters, you name the sector, it is outlined in that section. So that is a very user friendly and helpful website to go to. So it's up to all of us. It's up to each one of us, but it's up to all of us to work together. We are examples. You're walking down the street. You're an example to your coworker. You're an example to your children. You're an example to your parents or your grandparents, who will hopefully copy what they see you doing in terms of social distancing, masking, and minimizing gatherings.
0: That was Dr. Richard Johnson, the Interim Health Officer for Nevada County, with a statement that he released on Wednesday about where our COVID-19 numbers are and where our businesses are and where they're headed. We're talking with Joey Jordan, the vice president from the Rudiger Foundation. And uh, Joey, first, why don't you explain to people how long this has been around and what the foundation does? Uh,
2: Thank you so much. Um, The Rudiger Foundation was founded in 2017, and we're the organization that buys the canine officers for Nevada County. We started initially as the... um, as the organization that purchased Rudiger, our first k K-9 officer for Nevada City, um, back when they really wanted a, a canine um, component and they just didn't have the funding to make it happen. So we recognize that it costs about $100,000 to put a canine officer on the street. And in small organizations like those in Nevada County, there's just not really that uh, funding available. So we created the foundation, stepped in, provide the dogs, initially providing um, vehicles and everything related to um, the dogs, all of their needs, including their initial training and their ongoing training. They train every two weeks for the remainder of their career once they've gone um, through their initial post certification, and um, that is something that Rideger Foundation uh, supplies for all of our dogs. We also pay for our dogs in retirement so that they are um, cared for in you know through their end of life. So um, what we're what we're talking about today is the paw and order dinner which is this will be our fifth annual paw and order dinner um to support rudiger foundation it's our only fundraiser of the year now in the past if you've attended you notice that we have a huge auction probably one of the biggest auctions in nevada county clearly we're not doing that this year um there was just no way that we were going to go to our um very supportive local businesses that had donated auction items in the past. Instead, we did a bit of a pivot, and we are supporting them this year. This is our year to give back to all of the uh, local stores and restaurants and everybody who has supported us. So um, this year, we're promoting all of those previous auction donors on our social media one a day and it's going to take us about a year to recognize everybody but uh, we want them to be strong and healthy and we want our donors to support them Uh, so we're we're asking for that what we are doing is a is a socially distanced pivot to our typical paw and order dinner and um, that takes place on september 25th friday at the miners foundry we are um, having to close ticket sales on Monday so that we can get the numbers to our caterer, Antonio, who does a fabulous three-course dinner. And people this year, instead of being put into a close proximity situation, will drive through. They'll get to see our canine officers. They will get a swag bag. That's a small S and a large W-A-G swag bag full of um, some nice items from our sponsors, and um, inside that will also be the video program that um, talks about where we've been, where we're going, and introduces our K-9 officers.
0: Where exactly is the drive? Is it like the back parking lot of the Miner's Foundry or whereabouts?
2: Yeah, you'll drive through the Miner's Foundry from the front entrance and, um, and just drive around, and our officers will be our, our canines will be in the, the back lot and we'll be passing out the swag bags and the, the dinners. Um, the the uh, caterer is offering, it's a three course and the entree selections are fabulous as it does everything um, in, that is Antonio. So they'll, they'll select between the um, flat iron steak, the salmon, there's a vegetarian option of course and then also the golden era will be um, including a gift card in each of the swag bags for the signature rudiger cocktail i want to talk a little bit about golden era and their support of this of this foundation from day 1 they have provided uh, the the uh, signature cocktail of rudiger foundation which is the rudiger and <laughs> that um, makes sense yeah that, yeah, this is it's, it's aside from the fact that it's delicious, uh, they pay for the training of our canine officers through the sale of this of this beverage. So they're providing a um, a Rudiger for every person who is purchasing a ticket. Uh, if you want the non-alcoholic version, you get two, and then also included in the swag bag is uh, one of our sponsors has created a a signature coffee that is rudiger foundation and diamond baker mitchell cole coffee the beans from mexico and we also have a large chocolate paw that is provided by lazy dog confections and just other fun things in that swag bag so you'll take your dinner you'll take it home you will you know plate it on your finest china Pour yourself a, a nice drink, and um, well,
0: you'll have a Rudiger probably. the
2: video. <laughs> <laughs> I highly recommend the Rudigers. Yeah. yeah, and then um, and then watch our video, which uh, you know this is a bit of a bittersweet year for us. Um, two of our founders passed away this year. We lost um, former Nevada City Police Chief Timothy Boley, and um, we also lost uh, Willard. We all called him Bill Drown and two of our best supporters um sharon bovin who you probably know was one of the people who who protected nevada county for a very long time as a planning person for the city of grass valley and also mike Sevilla, who was a a retired police officer we lost all four of them this year and we'll be honoring all of them as well as telling the story of Miro, which is a very interesting and heartwarming story. This, this canine officer, it was, he was the top dog for state parks, literally the top dog in the state of California, and um, he retired out this year, and his story is very, very interesting, and he's leading the entire research of um, the disease that he ended up with so we're hoping that people will join us.
0: We're talking with Joey Jordan from the Rudiger Foundation, who are having their paw-and-order dinner on September 25th. So if people wanted to get tickets, how would they do that, Joey?
2: Quite simple. Just go to our website. It is R-U-F, as in foundation, K, the numeral 9, dot O-R-G. R-U-F, K-9, dot O-R-G. Let uh, me say it
0: phonetically, Ruff. Ruff K-9. That's it. Okay.
2: That's it. And uh, so, if you just go to our website, you can order your tickets there. And the the cutoff for that is on um, Monday. So we want to make sure that everybody understands that every year we have people who are disappointed that aren't able to uh, to attend because they just didn't get the uh, ticket before our caterer has to has to close out the um, ticket sales. So,
0: Is there a phone um, number?
2: Yeah, uh, it's 530-210-1748.
0: Can you speak really quickly about uh, what the benefits are for a police force having a canine officer?
2: I absolutely can. The reason that we became involved in this in the first place is that Nevada County is is quite unique, and we we have some really amazing relationships between our community and our law enforcement. And we really wanted to enforce that, particularly in a time where um, it it can be challenging in some places. So uh, what we learned is that canine officers are one of the best tools for law enforcement to de-escalate situations. And when a canine officer is utilized, typically there are less injuries to not only police officers but also to uh, suspects as they're apprehended. Um, Great example being at a, a local store where there was a burglary in progress. And just the announcement of a canine officer that was going to be sent in brought a person out hands in the air, no confrontation whatsoever. Um, We see a a true reduction in injury to both officers and to um, people being apprehended. But far more than that, these canines are the public relations tools of these agencies, and they go into the schools, they go into the preschools. They're teaching children that there's no need to fear law enforcement, and they also have the additional benefit of a nose that can smell narcotics. Our dogs have taken tremendous amounts of illicit narcotics off of our streets, kept them out of the hands of our children, and um, they're they're just able to find things. Weaponry typically goes with the uh, with the narcotics finds as well, so they're able to find things that our regular officers would never find, and um, they just, they're just they just a great tool for protecting our community.
0: We're talking with Joey Jordan from the Rudiger Foundation. Uh, give the website and the phone number one more time for the paw and order dinner on September 25th.
2: The website is www.rufk9.org and the phone number 530-210-1748.
0: That's Joey Jordan from the Rudiger Foundation. Thank you very much for all the information, Joey.
2: Thank you so much.
0: We're talking with Marnie Marshall from the Grass Valley Downtown Association, who is going to give us the scoop on everything happening in Grass Valley. Thanks, Marnie.
4: Indeed. Thanks so much. Yeah, we have entertainment in Grass Valley this weekend at Lucchese Winery on Mill Street. On Friday, they have Koa from 6 to 9. That's Hawaiian and Reggae. On Saturday, they have Stepside, and that is from 6 to 9 on Saturday. At the Poor House on Main Street on Friday tonight at 7.30, there's Kyle Johnson. And at Wild Eye Hub On Saturday, there will be a van called Overland Express starting at 6.30 p.m. And other things during the daytime on Saturday, you don't want to miss the annual Grass Valley Downtown Sidewalk Sale, which means that a large number of merchants will be offering deep, deep discounts from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., and that's all over. So it's Mill Street, it's Main Street, it's Bank Street. It's all over Historic Downtown, so you want to check out www.downtowngrassvalley.com or check out our Facebook, Downtown Grass Valley, and you'll see our invitation for the sidewalk sale. We've got Good Times Boarding Score, La Chida, Foothill Mercantile, Grass Valley Gifts, Rescue for Pet's Sake, Pampered Earth Kids, Spooky Jewelers, Sun Child's Parlor, everybody's coming out. His, the Gentleman Sundry, now has a ladies' store inside. And Grass Valley Brewing Company is giving discounts on to-go beer. Dharma Acupuncture is selling supplements and oils and acupuncture coupons. There's a lot of great stuff, so you should come downtown and check it out. The sky is blue, the temperature is great, and it's a beautiful day to mill around downtown.
0: Alrighty, so that's tomorrow what time again?
4: Saturday from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Big merchant sidewalk sale. Oh, and Texas kitchen, too. So we're trying to encourage everybody to shop early this year for anything they want, but especially for the holidays. A lot of merchants are experiencing large delays in getting their products, so we're telling people shop now. We don't know what is going to be around in December. So, yeah, shop early, shop local.
0: All right. Excellent advice. Thank you, Marnie.
4: You're welcome. Have a great, great weekend.
0: All right. That's Marnie Marshall from the Grass Valley Downtown Association here on KBMR. that's going to do it for our newscast for this evening the KVMR Evening News is produced by Paul Emery Audio for their support we would like to thank John Hensley and Recreation Realty offering essential real estate services since 1973 showing properties by appointment following safety protocols Recreation Realty Nevada City locations on Broad Street also Highway 20 265-6565 NevadaCountyProperties.net well coming up next it's the California Report and at seven o'clock we bring you democracy now with Amy Goodman. I'm Felton Pruitt. Have a wonderful weekend. puts strings on stick Stuck it on a slab of ash. sold one to Luther threw in a pit. Set him out with Johnny Cash.
3: This is Bob Woods. Felton and I will be bringing you an old-fashioned Telecaster special next Saturday, September 19th from 2 to 4 p.m. So as always, be careful out there and
0: stay tuned to KBMR.